Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you, mid-peasants, the best podcast in the world with your host, the fluff Brendan and the star Catherine, the mid-podcast. And if you like the podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on said podcast platform. You can also follow us on Twitter and YouTube at The Mid Podcast. And if you want to support the show, you can go over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash The Mid Podcast, where you have access to our random shit and extra content episodes. You can also cash up The Podcast if you want to help support the podcast and keep it going. Dollar sign, The Mid Podcast. So, what are we discussing today? We're discussing Ring of Honor. Supercard of Honor 2023 live from Los, Los Angeles, Angeles on the campus of USC. Go Trojans! Go and I UC- ain't talking about the condoms. Couldn't go to UCLA? Who wants to go to that trash place? Better than USC. What? Holy shit! What, 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 what? So, our our great listener, Bobby, posted a picture of Carrie Underwood and did, like, the melty emoji and the fire emoji and the heart eye emoji. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, better than Tony Storm. And he replied, yes. Well, damn. Well, what the fuck, Bobby? Well, damn. Huh. But... First, we'll give our overall thoughts of Supercard of Honor. Great pay-per-view. Probably the best pay-per-view of the weekend. Yeah. And I can agree with that. Bias. Well, a little bias. I mean, I will admit, I am a diehard Tony Khan mark. I will simp on that man hard. But I will admit that. No. Enjoyment-wise... This was number one. Mania was two. Mania Night 1 was two. I would go Impact New Japan 3. Yes. And that's T4. Yes. Alright, so let's jump into... Um, excuse you, Maxwell. Come here, Maxie Max. Don't hit the button and play music again. If I want to play music, I'll play music. Let's get up there and you've got a spot block. Tell your brother quit being a douche. So, we start off with Zero Hour, which is normal trend for any Tony Khan pay-per-view. Uh-huh. And we get Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus Jeff Cobb from United Empire. Can never go wrong with the United Empire. You never can go wrong with a little grappling to start off a wrestling match. Not at all. Okay, getting into the match. Williams with a knee lock on Jeff Cobb because, I mean, if you want to take a big man down, you got to go for the legs. Well, that makes the most sense. Cobb sends Williams across the ring. Williams working on Cobb's arm. Williams on top rope. Cobb rips him down. Williams reverses it into a DDT. Then we see Cobb with a German suplex, hits the Tour of Islands, and Jeff Cobb gets the win. Yay! If you cannot tell, I am a United Empire fan. can never go wrong with a United Empire win. No, no you can't. If you hear strange music throughout the podcast, it's because the cat accidentally laid his head on the (laughs) equipment. 
So your thoughts on that match? What's a fun way to start off zero hour? I wasn't expecting a five-star match. But Jeff Cobb proves to be one of the best wrestlers in the world. I can understand why he does not want to, like, fully sign with someone. He likes just popping around because he was, like, on AEW. Then he was on the mm. New Japan Impact pay-per-view Thursday night. Then he showed up at Ring of Honor on Friday night. I mean, I was expecting him to show up on NXT or WWE next. Just saying. He was on GCW. Yeah. So, our next match features Willie Mack and one... Konosuke Takeshita. Yes. You didn't give me the... Konosuke Takeshita like you normally do. I don't do that for Okada. Uh, well, damn, Takeshita, you're not as important as Okada. No, he's not. No offense, but nobody's as special as Okada. Besides maybe Will Kenny Ospreay. Omega. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Besides Kenny maybe Omega. Will Ospreay. Kenny Omega. And I'm a, I'm a Will Ospreay person, but Kenny Omega. So into this takeshita Willie Mac match, we get a lockup. Mac, Mac runs into Takeshita. We see Takeshita with a, flo- a flying clothesline. Then Mac with a clothesline <clears throat> on Takeshita outside the ring. Mac with a Hurricane Rada. Then Takeshita with one of his own. Mac flying. Damn, I didn't know that big man could fly. Takeshita looks like he did something to his nose because he kept messing with it. Like, I thought maybe Willie Mac had broke it. Mac gets a two count after a standing moonsault. Takeshita hits his lariat with a two count. <clears throat> Takeshita trying for the blue thunder bomb. Willie Mac begins to rain down elbows to get out of it. Mac with a shining wizard. Both men are down in the ring. Takeshita finally hits the blue thunder power bomb, and Takeshita gets the win. Mm-hmm. And Brendan has to yawn because he couldn't hold it. Um. Was a solid match again. Zero hour. Not expecting nothing special, but was a good match. Willing Mac looks good. Takesha looks like a star in the making. Would you put Takesha in Ring of Honor permanently, or would you keep him on AEW? Oh, I'll come back to you on that one. Because I'm thinking after this. I think TK's actually going to have a set roster for Ring of Honor and a set roster for AEW with a little mixture of both sometimes. I will get back to you on that one. At least. Okay, our next match, we have everybody's favorite, Willow Willow, Willow Willow, and Miranda Alizé. Uh-huh. Thinking I say it right? Yes. I had it written out like the way you would pronounce it in my other notebook. Um, so Willow slams Alize's face first. Uh, Willow is in control of the match quite early. Finally, uh, uh, Alize hits a Hurricane Rada and she gets a two count. Alize is in control. She t- gives a knee to the face of Willow. And we see Willow with a hip attack. Gets a two count. Alizé going for Willow's knee. She has the armbar locked in. 
The ladies begin to exchange blows. Willow with a tackle, then a power bomb, and Willow gets the win. Fun women's match. Was a. Not saying it's the best women's match of the weekend, but. What's decent? I mean, again, show Willow. Willow's going to get a pop no matter what. Everybody loves Willow. Willow will never be a heel. Could you imagine Willow turning and becoming. It wouldn't be good. Becoming a heel? I don't think it would be good. If you paired her with the right person, it might could work. I don't know who said person would be. I'd have to think about it. I don't think Willow as a heel would be good. I do see Willow being the one to dethrone Athena. We'll get into that later. So, moving on. We have... The newly re-signed to AEW, Stu Grayson, versus everybody's favorite, Slim J from the Trustbusters. Yeah, with his $600 tank top. That he just rips off. I wish I had money to buy $600 I mean, I dollars rip somebody's tank top. tank top off of them. I mean, I got a list. Tony Khan. Nope. Tony Khan. Nope. Kenny Omega. Nope. Matt Jackson. Nope. Will Ospreay. Nope. Um. Oh, who did you say last night? McIntyre. Nope. No. No, no. We'll get into what you said about Drew McIntyre. I don't even remember what I said. Something about his sword. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. But I'm sure you do, and I'll remember when you tell me. And we'll but leave it If you want to hear that, you'll have to listen to our WrestleMania review. When that goes up. We need to do a special a special episode just on all the, the wrestling guys that I find hot. That's the Patreon exclusive. Exactly. So anyway, Stu's coming in hot. Hehehe. <laughs> Um, Stu with a suplex on Slim J outside the ring. Stu with a Hurricane Rada on Slim J. Then we have Mark Sterling distracting the ref. Evil Uno comes over. And Ari Davari takes out Stu. Slim J is in charge now. He begins to beat up on poor Stu Grayson. Stu begins fighting back with some chops. Slim J gets a two count. Stu with a clothesline that turns Slim J inside out. Uno takes out Sterling and Ari Davari. Stu gets the win. And then we have a surprise. The Righteous are now on Ring of Honor. Again. And they called out Dark Order in a promo today. Yes. We have Dutch and Vincent. Which I said it was Vincent when the when the thing played on the ty- uh the screen thingy. Cause mm-hmm. I seen the dreads. I said, that's Vincent, and I knew he had left Impact. But yes, I can't wait for that. It's going to be some good storytelling. Yes, it is. And as I said on the Ring of Honor episode earlier today, Dark Order is one of the groups that I would have be like one of those that goes in between, but it's mostly on Ring of Honor. And those were your matches for Zero Hour. 
But, 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 the right shifts was not the only surprise we got on Zero Hour. Because we got the return of Nigel McGinnis. On commentary. And then he dropped a video package today that he might be getting back in the ring. Oh, I did write that up at the top of my notes and I forgot to talk about that. Like, when Nigel's music hit, you we s- popped, I popped so hard, I scared the damn cats off the couch. You did. Like, they both, Max and Vader, both jumped and took off running. It's gonna be me if, when Koto Ibushi showed up in AEW. Before we actually get into the main card of Supercard, I have a question for you. Hmm. Which Supercard was better, 2022 or 2023? This year. year. Last year was good. But last year, the only real story you had was FTR Briscoe's. And you have to realize, last year was the first... Like, TK literally had, like, four weeks to put shit together. Like, he bought the company in March and... Had to get it. And, like, in three weeks, he had to put on a pay-per-view because he agreed, since they had done sold some tickets, that... To still do it. To still do it. So, he was, like, scrambling to throw shit together, which for, I need to throw shit to the wall and see what sticks pay-per-view, it was pretty good. And we're not taking anything away. It was a great show. But 2023 Supercard of Honor is probably... It's better because he's had a year to work on it. It's probably the and best. And you know pay-per-view. he's worked on it for a year since the last Supercard. It's probably the best Ring of Honor pay per view under TK so uh, far. I could agree with that. Until we get another G1. Well, I mean, pay per views in general under Tony Khan pretty much slap. Like, they sometimes you're going on paper, what the fuck? But then. Revolution. The show comes on, you're like, damn. 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 What? Revolution. <laughs> yes, revolution this year. Everybody was bitching. No build-up. No stories, which there were, if you would actually pay attention. But... Revolution was killer. Revolution was great. Which we'll talk about when we discuss AEW on Wednesday. We got lots of news and stuff to talk about. Oh, God. Alright, so we're getting into the main card of Supercard of Honor. And we start off with the Triple A title match with one Vikingo versus Commander. Commander. Ohio del Vikingo. Vikingo and Commander. I'm being funny. Um, you knew this was going to be some high flying, some oh shit, holy shit stunts. In this match. Uh-huh. So, if you're not into high spots of a match, this match, definitely not for you. Yes. <laughs> so, what was your first thought of this match, Brandon? A great match. Get the showcase Luchadors. It was a big weekend for Luchadors as Rey Mysterio got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, 
Delva Kingo looked great. Commander looked great. So, and for it being the Triple A Mega Title match, great show, great, or great showing by both of these guys. And let's get into the match. So we have them switching arm locks. They both work on each other's legs, trying to take them out. Then we have Vikingo with a takedown. They begin to exchange strikes. We have Vikingo with a Hurricane Rada. Then Commander off of the rope with a drop kick. Then we have Commander with a table. <clears throat> then Commander jumps off the stage onto Vikingo. Then we see Vikingo with a kick. Vikingo hits a inverted shooting star into a Hurricane Rada. Can you do that? No, no, I can't. And Vikingo only gets a two count out of that. What the hell? That man should have already been down and out. Yeah. <clears throat> then we see Vikingo go from post to rope. Commander counters. Vikingo gets another two count. Both men are on the apron exchanging blows. Commander with a destroyer. Commander scales the ropes, takes out Vikingo. Commander with a springboard gets a two count. Vikingo with the 360 on Commander, who falls off the table as the table doesn't give. Strong table. Plus, I mean, luchadors aren't big people. So, I mean, you need more force. Or he didn't hit it in the sweet spot of the table. Because I've heard rumors that, like, they hit the tables before they put them under there to kind of break them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that's true. Just what I've heard. Then Commander hits the hidden ace for a two count. We get a swing out slam by Vikingo. Vikingo with the 360, and Vikingo gets the pin and retains his championship. Moving on, we have our six-man tag team match for the six-man tag belts, featuring Blake Christian, Metalik, and everybody's favorite AR Fox, versus the Embassy, featuring the Gates of Agony, Toa and Khan, and their partner, Brian Cage. Alright, so, speculation, rumor, Brian Cage's contract was up and he agreed to work through Supercard of Honor like on a handshake deal kind of, sort of. Um, I said in our predictions that if the Embassy retains, then I'm pretty sure Brian Cage probably re-signed with Ring of Honor or AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll discuss that as we get toward the end. Um, we have Chaos in the Ring, as I'm going to call them Christian Crew, takes it to the Embassy. Uh, we get Metalik isolated as the Embassy keeps tagging in and out, keeping the fresh guy in. Finally, AR Fox gets in with Brian Cage. Fox hits a cutter to Cage. Fox, uh, is flying, takes out Khan. Then Fox gets a two count on Brian Cage. Then we see Cage with a forearm to Fox. Then Blake Christian comes in with Toa. Christian spears Khan. 
And then he flies to take out Toa. Metalik comes, gets a two count on Cage. Christian plants Cage. All six men are down in the ring. The embassy gets the win as Brian Cage pins Metalik, and they retain their Ring of Honor six-man tag team championships. Solid match. I'm just not that big of a fan of um Brian Cage. A Brian Cage. I do like him in the embassy. Just, I'm just not a big fan of Brian Cage. Nothing against him. Seems like a nice guy in person. But, Smash wasn't nothing special. So, but, they retained, so I guess he signed on for more. That's what I'm guessing. And what's next? Hold on. Um. Oh, next we get Athena versus Yuka. How do you say the last name? Yuka Sakazaki. Sakazaki. So, your thoughts on the match? Well, it's Athena versus a great Joshi style wrestler, and so. You know, it's going to be a good match. And it was a good match. I think it was one of the best women's matches from this weekend. I wouldn't say it's the best. Because I think Rhea and Charlotte was the best women's match from this week. But... It's it's up there, I would say. Hmm. So, let's get into the match. We have both ladies squaring up. We get a kick by Yuka. Um, then she does a hurricane rata on Athena, who rolls out of the ring. Yuka with a drop kick. Um, she misses the drop kick on Athena. Then Athena begins to lay blows to Yuka's face. Athena slams Yuka Yuka's head, the back of her head, on the mat. She only gets a two count. Athena begins to focus on Yuka's neck because evidently she's had some issues with it. Yuka gets a two count. Athena hits three power bombs on Yuka and only gets a two count. Power bomb symphony. Yuka sends Athena into the stairs. She gets a two count. She begins to lay forearms into Athena. Athena with the O face off the rope and she gets the pin. But, like I said earlier, it was a decent match. It was a good match. Um, wasn't match of the night or anything like that, but, I mean, as I said earlier, I think it's, 
probably the third best women's match from this weekend. Maybe yeah. second. Yeah. Another question is who's going to dethrone Athena? Trinity Star. Who? Oh, my bad. Trinity Fato. Who? Naomi. And explain why you think that. She was backstage at the Ring of Honor event. I was like, okay, well, she's there supporting her friend. Then a video came out of her in the crowd watching the match. And that didn't was like, I'm just here supporting my friend. That was whoever wins this match, I'm going to beat their fucking ass look. Hmm. So, when Trinity shows up, could be on AEW, could be in Ring of Honor, could be both. But I do think Trinity will be getting the All Elite graphic soon. Maybe. Okay, hear me out. When TK does the graphics, if he... If they show up in AEW, they should get the All Elite graphic. But if they show up in Ring of Honor, they should get an All Honor graphic. Yeah, I agree with that. That'd be cool. So, moving on. Our next match features our TV title between Samoa Joe and Mark Briscoe. Which I think this was like the most anticipated match on the card. Yeah, Claudio, Eddie. I don't know. Everybody's been behind Mark since what happened with Jay. Um, They lock up. Joe backs Mark up into the corner. We see Mark with some moves. Joe with a chop. Briscoe chopping Joe and Joe is not phasing Joe at all. We get some redneck kung fu on Joe. Mark gets him up for a Spicoli driver. Joe with the jabs to Mark. Gets a suplex on Mark and only gets a two count. Joe comes through the second rope. Sends Mark into the barricade. Then Mark flying sends Joe into the barricade. Then Joe sends Mark into the ring post. Both men are down after a series of moves by each other. Mark gets a two count. Joe with the STF. Briscoe makes it to the ropes to break the hold. We see Joe is bleeding. Mark begins to chop Joe. Joe with a clothesline only gets a two count. Mark hits the froggy bow, only gets a two count. He tries to go for the J-Driller. Joe counters. Joe puts the sleeper on him. And Joe wins by ref stoppage. Wow. Did not see that one coming. And Okay, so... I know this might make me sound hypocritical, but Mark losing here makes sense. Long-term storytelling. Unlike Cody not winning at Mania, where it doesn't make sense. It does make sense. And I will explain on our Mania review. But But go ahead. This is Mark's first singles match. Or, not first singles match, but... His first single match since the death of his brother. 
it's not his first single. For a title, it is. Yeah. It's his first single, well, kind of, his big moment match. And so, and during the match, he tried to tag his brother. Well, Jade's not with us no more, so he kind of can't be tagged into the match. No, and that played on everybody's emotions. And so... You let Mark Briscoe get more singles wins, depending when you're doing your next ROH pay-per-view. Have that built up. And then, if you do it in the Hammerstein Ballroom, that's where you let Mark Briscoe win. I agree. But overall, thought the match was good. I'm not going to complain about this match. Not even complaining about the outcome. Because in this situation, it makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. I like your idea. That's my idea. If they, if TK does it or not, it's a different story. No, that's true too. So, moving on, we have Tanahashi versus Daniel Garcia. It's a solid match. Nothing. Do you think Garcia is improving or not? Because a lot of people are not big on Garcia and thinks that he is trash. I don't think he's trash. I just don't think he's improving. Like, you've seen the improvement with, like, Wheeler. Wheeler's, since he joined the BCC, has been great. He's been improving. Takeshita. He's been improving. Sky Blue. Top Flight. People like that's been improving. Except Garcia is staying in the same spot that he has been for a while now. But do you, what do you think about his promos? Because I. I don't think he's that good on the mic. He has no personality. I can agree with that. Like, his promos are just, like, monotone. They're all, la, 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 la. You know? Like, there's no emotion to him. I am sports entertainer. Yeah. Rawr. But, no, I do agree. He does need to get better. I mean, is the world championship material... Not yet. Could he put in the work and like actually get better and train harder and get better on the mic? Then maybe. But right now, I just don't see it as world championship material. At least not for AEW. 
All right, so let's get into the match. Tanahashi has Garcia into the ropes. Garcia takes Tanahashi down. Tanahashi springboard crossbody on Garcia. Garcia is focusing on Tanahashi's knee. Tanahashi is fighting back with forearms. Garcia hits Tanahashi's knee, gets a two count. They begin exchanging blows, both kicking at each other's knee. Garcia trying for a sharpshooter. Tanahashi fighting out. Tanahashi with a clover leaf on Garcia. Garcia to the ropes. Garcia with a German suplex gets a two count on Tanahashi. We get a spinning neck breaker by Tanahashi and then a sling blade with a two count. Then we get a fly something by Tanahashi and Tanahashi gets the win. I can't read my handwriting. I would assume Tana won. Yeah, he got the win. And so, there goes the horn, what about the driver? Or there blows the horn, what about the driver? The horn blows, what about the driver? Same difference, okay. Get it right. But, your overall thoughts on this match? I think this was Garcia's best match in a while. Probably since the Yuta match in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, it's Tana. Tana's always gonna look great. Tana can make a fucking pillow look good. What was it that was said? Even Kenny Omega can make Omos look good. <laughs> Tanahashi, the same thing. Tanahashi, Mike could even make Omega. I mean, um, Omos look good. Like, there's a few people that can make anybody they step into the ring with look good. Omega and Tanahashi are on that list. Omega, Tana, Okada, Seth Rollins, Moxley. Yeah. Osprey. Danielson. Punk. We don't say that name. On this podcast. You do say that name on that podcast because currently he is still listed on the AEW roster. Mm. Anyway, are we done talking about the Tanahashi match? Yep. So our next match is Reach for the Sky ladder match to crown new Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. And our competitors for this match are the Kingdom. Featuring Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Boo. LFI, Roosh and Drillistico. Boo. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Aussie Open. Yay. Fletcher and Davis. <laughs> da Lucha Brothers. Woo. Phoenix and Pinta. They and, get a woo. And Top Flight, Dante and Darius Martin. They also get a woo. So, we start the match off. We have LFI and the Kingdom in the ring. Everyone else is outside the ring. Taven with a cheap shot on Roosh. Top flight with drop kicks to the Kingdom. Then we have LFI and Aussie going at it. Aussie with kicks to LFI. Penta comes in, taking it to Aussie. Davis stomp, stops Lucha from climbing the ladder. Um, We get a move by Matt Taven on Darius, and I put, what a move. He flew through the ropes trying to take out Darius Martin. 
Take that bitch out, baby. Take that bitch out. Uh, whatever you say. Then we have LFI sends Penta into the ring post. Aussie with a power driver to the kingdom on the stage. This was a dual power driver. Davis and Fletcher power drived Bennett and Taven on the stage. And Mike Bennett ended up being cut open, which should be illegal. You cannot ever power drive the kingdom on the stage. They need to be arrested for assaults. No, they shouldn't. The kingdom shouldn't be in this match. Why? If they're not going to take the bumps on the ramp, they shouldn't be in the match. Then we have everyone fighting outside the ring. Brendan's a dumbass. Uh, Fletcher almost grabs the belts, and it is broken up by one of the Lucha Brothers. LFI is taking too long. Taven gets back in the ring. Roosh and Bennett are on the ladder. Um, They uh, begin to beat each other while standing on the ladder. Then we have Roosh and Bennett exchanging chops. Taven takes out Roosh. Drillistico takes out Taven. Darius climbs the ladder. Um, Drillistico takes him down. Dante almost had the belts. Aussie takes down top flight. Aussie sends Phoenix into the ladder. Aussie almost gets the belts as Dante takes them out. Then we get Matt Taven back in, taking out Darius. Dante and Bennett are fighting on the ladder. We have Darius alone. He takes out Aussie open. Fletcher sends Darius through the ladder. Drillistico with a hurricane right on Fletcher. I ask, is he dead? Then we have Bennett with a slam to Drillistico on the ladder. Then we have Matt Taven from the top flying onto Drillistico and breaks the ladder. Then we have uh, Davis and Roosh on the apron. Phoenix is in the ring. And then we get Alex and Jose getting into it. I need Alex and Jose in a ladder match inside of a steel cage. Mm. To settle this War one- Games match. To settle this once and for all. Blood and guts. Then we have Darius and Phoenix on the ladder. Phoenix is climbing. The kingdom comes back into the ring. Penta sent Dante through a table. And this looked really bad. Dante looked like he twisted his ankle all the way around. Like his foot shouldn't be that way. Um, The Lucha Brothers gets the win. We see Mark Briscoe come out. Then FTR comes out as a sign of respect. And that is the match. Your thoughts on the match and then we'll talk about the Dante injury. The match itself was good. The and match itself was chaos from hell. And well, you can never go wrong with chaos. No, I didn't say anything bad about it. I love chaos in wrestling. So, I mean, again, it's the ladder match. You got spat chaos. And you don't go in there thinking anybody's going to break their leg. What's Raj tweeting out? Oh, that um, his time with Wrestling Inc. is coming to an end. That he had a one-year deal after the sale. And that ends at the end of this month. And that he's thinking on doing some consulting work. Hmm. 
to help people with their sites and create websites. Back to the match. But, yeah. Ladder match. Sucks Dante got hurt. Top plate can't catch a break. Don't know what God has against them. But, it is what it is. Hope Dante gets back. And is better as ever. Think you'll have to cut some of his high moves out. But, I still don't know what to do with Darius yet. Well, Darius will probably go back to singles competition. Let Darius... I mean, I could see Darius having a feud for the TV title. I don't think he'll win it. But I would like to see Darius in a storyline. Yeah, I would too. But that, and then people will start, was bitching about ladder matches and how you shouldn't have ladder matches in wrestling anymore. Yeah, well, Ed shouldn't throw a ladder that gives Finn Balor a fucking giant ass. Gash in the top of his skull. That could have probably led to a concussion. And that these new, these new wrestlers only care about high spot moves just to get the crowd to pop. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on all that? <laughs> um, I said my thoughts on it. Moving on, we have Wheeler Yuta and Shibata going for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Um, Real just... quick, Andrade posted that. Oh, I seen that yesterday. <laughs> I didn't see that. Okay. Um, Shibata has Yuta down. Yuta begins to try to fight out. Um, Shibata runs Yuta into the rope. Posey doesn't considered that a rope break because it was forced, which is ref discretion. Shibata's given Yuta all he can handle. Shibata has a head scissors on Yuta. Yuta with a toe takedown. Shibata with a figure four. Every time Yuta goes to hit Shibata, he leans back, adding more pressure. Yuta with his first rope break. Then Shibata with elbows raining down on Yuta. Then a snap snare on Yuta. Yuta focusing on Shibata's arm. Then Shibata switches and gets back on Yuta. Yuta begins chopping Shibata and Shibata is not phased. Yuta with a low blow. And he does get called for the closed fist. Yuta gets a two count. Yuta begins chopping at Shibata. Shibata fights back. Shibata gets a two count. Yuta has to use his second rope break. Yuta spits at Shibata, giving him momentum. Then Shibata with the sleeper. Then the PK. And we have a new pure champion in one Shibata. 
Good. So what does this mean for Wheeler Yuta? He's gonna have to try and claw his way back into contention for the pure title. But I do think we might get a Shibata versus Nigel McGinnis match. Ooh. So. We'll find out. Yes, we will find out. So then we go to our main event. And then it's Claudio Castanoli versus Eddie Kingston for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Kingston charges at Claudio. We have chops and uppercuts by Claudio. Kingston with a chair. The ref takes it from Kingston. Kingston's going to have to control his emotions if he wants to win this match. We see Claudio with a slam. Kingston gets back up. Kingston going for Claudio's knees. And then he begins to focus on the knee. Kingston going to fly. Claudio meets him with an uppercut. Then Claudio with a stomp to Kingston. Then we get a flying headbutt by Claudio. They begin slapping each other. Claudio with uh, with the swing. Kingston grabs Claudio's ankles to stop it. Claudio gets a two count. Then we see Eddie clawing at Claudio's eyes. Eddie goes through the second rope, taking out Claudio. Then Kingston with a submission hold on Claudio. Claudio makes it to the rope to break the submission hold. Kingston gets a two count after a suplex. Then we get a German suplex by Claudio. Then the gut wrench off the apron onto the floor by by Claudio. And Claudio with the win. Was not expecting Claudio to win. Long-term storytelling. And, again, this one makes sense. Kingston doesn't doesn't have the momentum behind him yet. Same thing with Mark Briscoe. Neither one of them had the momentum going into this match. So, now, they'll build up momentum going into the next pay-per-view, be red hot, and then win the titles. So, at the end of the match, Kingston calls for the mic, and they tell him he has, like, five, five seconds or 20 seconds or whatever. And he goes, but MJF gets 30. He says, give it up for Shibata. And Claudio, I'm going to fucking kick your ass. Mm-hmm. And that's our Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor pay-per-view. Great show. It was a very good show. And how do we do... How do we do on our predictions for Ring of Honor? I went five and three. You went four and four. So I won this one as you kicked my ass with the Impact New Japan. So let's see. Overall. We'll get to the overalls later. No, I will give them an update on what the overall score is right now. It is me leading at ten and five, and you are seven and seven. No, no eight and seven. Eight and seven. 
but I won this pay-per-view. Yay, Mom. Yeah, but I dominated. You kicked my ass in New Japan. You only missed one in New Japan Impact. I, I, mm. I was going to choose Trey Miguel, too. Mm. I should have went with him. You should have went with him. You should have went with him. So, yeah, that is Supercard of Honor pay-per-view for 2023. Another great pay-per-view by the pay-per-view master, Tony Khan. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the fallout of this on Ring of Honor episode 6. It's going to be Which will be taped Wednesday in front of a live audience out of New York. At the UBS Arena. Yep, yep. So, if you don't have anything else to add, Fluffmeister. Nope. We're going to sign off because we still have NXT Stand and Deliver and two nights of WrestleMania. (laughs) And we've been podcasting since 1 o'clock today. (laughs) So... If you've enjoyed the show, be sure to leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And on that note, for the Fluffmeister, I'm the star. And we're out. Till next time. Goodbye.